Assalamu alaikum. Today is June 14th, 2020, and uh, we'd like to continue the discussion that we had started last time, last week, where we shared a couple of different perspectives on the racism issue that is being um, discussed across the United States. The first topic was discussing a Muslim's perspective on the genesis of the recent movement against racism in the U.S. and the second one was around uh, the concept that discrimination is broader than just race. So today the topic we want to focus on is role of Muslims and other minorities in the debate on racism. There's only one constant in life and that is change. Humans, like many other species, species abhor change. Those who accept change are successful and those who fight it are locked away in the closet of history. No one even knows who they were or about their existence. We have seen such examples many a times. Revolutions are a result of inherent societal desire to change. Vision of one person can be, can be the impetus but cannot achieve change without broader support. The thing that keeps us away from change is the fear of what might happen and our comfort with the status quo. This fear and many other fears related to the world are removed by having the fear of Allah, the fear of God, also known as taqwa. Once the worldly fear is removed, one can stand up for justice for truth, for the right side, instead of shying away from justice. This adherence to truth and justice lays the foundation for adopting to change and continuous evolution because one continues to side with the right side and counters the wrong. This, this ability is one of the fundamental tenets of Islam and should be practiced wholeheartedly in order to make a difference in today's society, whether in the East or in the West. In Arabic, this is known as Amr bil Maruf wa Nahi Anil Munkar. Once we decide to stand with the right, we realize that one of the biggest powers that we have is the power of vote, especially in the democratic societies. And we should exercise this power to the maximum possible ability. Recently, Hassan Minhaj discussed the need for Muslims to be active in the movement against racism in America. I agree with the overall assertion, but as Muslims who have witnessed and experienced persecution around the world and for aeons at the hands of both their own tyrant rulers and other occupying forces, we should stand for all the injustices especially where democracy gives us the opportunity to stand up. It is our responsibility to stand up for the oppressed and against the oppressor. However, our history is not on our side. And I'll be honest about that. There are three clear examples from recent past. One, we did not, as Muslims, we did not stand up when the Muslim countries were persecuting their own citizens and kept quiet as we assume that we are safe in the West. Two, 
We did not stand up when the U.S. population, the broader U.S. population, was protesting against the gun control and mass shootings. Three, we did not stand up for immigration issues when travel was banned by the president from mainly Muslim countries. Ironically, the broader U.S. population stood up, but not us. If we do not stand up right now for the cause that is at hand and take this opportunity to start a movement within our own communities and mobilize our young and old men and women, students and professionals for the change that we want to see in the society, I'm afraid that this discrimination might not end with the racism against the black people and could extend to the broader society against different cultures, against different religions. Therefore, I humbly request all of the readers and listeners to seriously evaluate our position in this critical time in history, which will likely define the next century and how the world evolves over this period. I will end with few critical questions that we should be thinking about to continue this dialogue. Number one, why all these events are happening in 2020? Is there a bigger purpose? Number two, what is the difference between natural differences among humans? And where do the boundaries blur? And number three, why is religion very important in this discussion? Do we get fundamental rights from the creator? And what are those? All of these questions and the broader series of discussion is fundamentally weaved into the understanding of how today's world events are interconnected and how the solution to these problems are prescribed by the Creator through the changes that Allah wants us to adopt. We will continue what this means in the coming discussions for us as Muslims, as Americans, as Shias, as Asians, and as anyone who lives in the West. Thank you.